Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Anxious Lad podcast and joining me in the virtual studio today is head coach of Fuse Gym in Bray, Niall McAllister. Niall, how you doing buddy? Good man, how are you? How are you? Not bad, not bad. So first of all, thanks a million for taking the time out to speak with me today on this. Um, I think this is going to be a, a, a series of, of podcasts kind of looking at how physical fitness and working out and exercise can, can really help with mental health or does it really help with mental health, I guess, is the, is the big question. Um, you and I have obviously been having conversations in the gym and, and you're helping me along my journey and trying to see does this actually work and will it help with my mental health and, and my um anxiety and stuff um so it'd be interesting to sort of see how how it looks in, in about six months time um absolutely i guess right. look for, for for everybody listening and stuff um if you want to give a little background into into you who you are what you do with the gym um and your psychology degree and everything as well which is i, I must say as well actually that's one of the main reasons when I was looking for a coach to do this project with, when I saw that you had a degree in psychology, I'm like, oh, that's the man to help me. That's um, the magic right there. That adds yeah, an yeah. Extra, that's, that's the magic dust right there, yeah. yeah. Because it does, uh, yeah. it'll add an extra layer, I guess, into into the whole mental health element of it as well. So, uh, But anyway, yeah. I digress. Give the guys a, a wee <laughs> background into, into Niall, who you are, and we'll we'll go from there. Okay. Um, well, yeah. So, I mean, as I'm sure you can already pick up, uh, I have a, an American accent. So I was obviously I was born in the States. I moved over when I was 10, uh, lived here predominantly through the rest of my life, um, went to school here, secondary school, um, college here, uh, studied psychology in 2010 to 2014 and DBS, um, which was something that I kind of I had to foot the bill for myself just to kind of, you know, because I was motivated. Didn't do the best in the leaving cert, but, you know, I, I uh, was motivated to get there. I really wanted to do psychology. Um, something that's always been a kind of a consistent core principle of mine is like helping people. And that that was what drove me from going from psychology to trying to figure out through different uh, different various career paths uh, what it is that I really wanted to do. And I was a recruiter. Uh, a teacher. Um, I worked in, you know, HR roles, etc. Um, but it wasn't until I moved back from Spain, I'd moved to Spain for a couple of years, um, back to Ireland after COVID, that I it kind of hit me realization. I've always loved fitness, been doing it since I was uh, like 15, 16. Um, and I always had a passion for it. And I thought, why not go into this field? Um, you know, it, it fits with being able to help people, uh, support and encourage them. Um, and it gives me also uh, a sense of like what I enjoy as well. And it makes sense that, that I would enjoy doing that with other people. So it was pretty, pretty logical in my mind, at least. Um, so, you know, and then I started with uh, Fuse. I kind of through a Hail Mary, so to speak. I went into Fuse one day. I was like, I don't have a qualification. I am looking, um, but I'm looking for a job. Obviously, after COVID, I didn't have anything coming back here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was just like, I need I need something. And uh, the person called uh, Sammy Dowling, who no longer works with Fuse, but he said, listen, I like your attitude. Uh, I like your energy. So, you know, let's give you a shot. We'll give you a shot here. 
and they were happen to be running an, a, a, a PT qualification academy within the Fuse. And so okay. they said, listen, you can jump on in um, and, you know, get yourself qualified. And then you can start coaching people from that point onwards. Um, in the meantime, you just like be what's called a leisure attendant, which is just on site doing classes, but shadowed by a qualified person because they're insured. Right. Um, but then, you know, as I went along, got more familiar with what to teach people. As I told you before, I'd had experience coaching people. I coached people in martial arts. You know, I'd done like fitness boot camp things, those outdoor boot camps, they're wild. Um, so I wasn't totally familiar with the names of exercises. So I likened it to right. being uh, someone who came from the wild, you know, like Uga Booga <laughs> training, you know, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. lift rock, put rock down. Um, and uh, so, you know, and I, when I became more familiar, it gave me that confidence. And I found that working with people um, before I was qualified and then transitioning that into actually working directly with them, um, you know, I was able to gain insight through building rapports with them into their, you know, I guess views of themselves, um, mm -hmm. their anxieties, uh, stresses pressures, uh, insecurities, et cetera. Um, I've always been very fortunate that people feel that they can be very vulnerable with me. And I think that that gave me an advantage. I can work with people and they can feel that they can uh, relate to me um, and I can relate with them and then they can trust me that, you know, uh, what they're divulging to me as well as also uh, they're putting their kind of their, uh, let's say their determination that they have for themselves, whatever it is. Yeah into me and I take that very seriously and I've always approached people like I would want to be approached. Um, so, you know, I, uh, you know, it's, it's something I absolutely love, especially when I see someone go from the very start when we first meet in a consultation to getting to a point where they turn around to me and they're like, I feel so happy. I feel uh, stronger. I feel fitter. I feel, uh, like I, I love myself or I, I, I didn't know I couldn't do that or I could do that. Um, I, I didn't realize I had this, these capabilities. You know, it's something that is very fulfilling for me. Um, and I always remind them, it's not me who did this. I'm just the shepherd as such. You know, I, I guide the way, but I can't walk your path for you, you know. So, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of, I guess, a bit of me um, and kind of how I got to where I am now. Um you know, and I became the head coach in this gym about a year ago um, and really tried to promote with the team that I was taking on a sense of community and trying to um, maintain that consistency of support and yeah, encouragement. Yeah. You know, it's quite common. People, most people who come into a gym have insecurities, anxieties, um, trauma, depression. I mean, you, you more you get to know people, the more they share and it's quite common actually despite maybe what you know common belief would be about that the, the sometimes the biggest person the one who looks like you know there's there's no way that they feel insecure they're totally full of loads of confidence they're the most fragile actually so it's it's uh it's interesting when you take a step back and realize that yeah and i guess that's it isn't it though it's those <clears throat> certain misconceptions you have about going to the gym or or you know going into like i know for me right so so i've been training now with you and in the gym for what, three weeks or so now um yeah. and we've had conversations like i think it was last week um 
I was doing the PT session with with you. You were kind of so. So, what does my anxiety look like? How does it? You know, we were having a conversation about it and talking about my my anxiety and stuff. And there was a guy. We had to use the leg curler and the leg extension, right? But there was a guy who was, and I did a video on this on, on TikTok a while ago, on Facebook a while ago. Um, and he's on. He's he's jumping between the two machines, right? Which fair enough, right? He's doing his workout. He's doing his. He's doing his thing. Um. And you're kind of saying, well, just go over and say, can I jump in? But my anxiety won't let me, <laughs> won't let me do that because in my head, yeah, I'm overthinking it and going right. Well, he's got the seats lined up to how he he wants them, and the weights are where he needs them. So if I go over now and say it, he'll probably say, yeah, cool. But in my mind, I know I'm messing up his routine because I'm going to have to move the seat because we're at different heights or whatever. Um, I'm going to mm. have to move the weight, so I'm going to interrupt his rhythm. Um, and and then it's like shit right what do i do i need to use one of those machines now that's where i'm going to next but i'm, I'm not going to interrupt your so i go into a little spiral then about what yeah. do i do where do i go you know you've got the program and the workouts listed in a specific way so again in my head i'm like right i need to do it in this order um but yeah. I think we went over we did something else for a few minutes until he was freed up so like how common is what i've just described in the gym with with people in in terms of like the, the the anxieties I've I've described to you, like how common is that with with people going to the gym? I would say it's it's very common actually. Um, I have seen many cases of that where it it can be even the simplest of exchanges between two people. One person is using a machine, and someone might like the advice I was giving you might be in that mindset coming over and being like, Hey, can I work in with you? And, mm -hmm. you know, obviously they're not coming in to just try and like, you know, Bogart the machine and just kind of take control. Yeah. yeah they're, yeah, you know, sure. they're just yeah. trying to, you know, and it's kind of a, the, the community we, and I've always tried to maintain like a kind of a single line of advice as the head coach here is like the, you know, sharing the machines is the key, but that's just because, you know, sometimes if it's busy, there isn't, you know, you can't always wait for, maybe you don't have time. Someone doesn't have time. It's always best to presume that that's the case. Someone doesn't have enough time to wait around for a machine. So, you know, be willing to work in with each other. But going yeah, back yeah. to that, those exchanges, I see someone go, okay, no, yeah, I'm, I'm either, they'll say either I'm, I've got a couple sets left and then you can take it. Or they'll, they'll be like, oh, you know what? Okay, no, it's fine. You know, you go ahead and like, just give up and move away. And I see that happen all the time with different age groups as well. You know, from 16, you know, the 16-year-olds, you know, they come in, in the young young lads, they come in, young people in general, they come in and they have a bit more um, of a kind of a sense of like, you know, confidence, but it's it's faux. You know, they don't, they're not as confident. They, as soon as, say, someone comes over and asks, like, if I'm working out, say, when I'm off shift, and I come over and I'm like, hey, are you using that? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm done. And like, I'm like, okay, but did you just start? I think I saw you just start. And they're like, yeah, but it's fine. And like, they immediately just back out. Um, so it's, it's yeah, it's it's more common, you know, and it's, and I had to kind of check myself a little bit there. Like, wait a minute, I know that that might be how I do things, but I can't necessarily project that onto somebody as the way to do things because they, maybe it doesn't work for them, you know? And like you said, it just yeah, like yeah. not, not something that you're comfortable with. And obviously, as um, a personal trainer and you're coaching somebody, you never want to put someone in an uncomfortable position ever. You want them to feel comfortable. The whole goal is to create a sense of uh, familiarity um, and uh, yeah, 
fulfillment and and consistency and something that is enjoyable also mostly enjoyable because you know if they're like if you're uncomfortable how can you enjoy something you know what i mean so yeah, um yeah. but yeah it's quite common yeah yeah and it like i know from again only for, i can only talk on it from from my perspective right and my limited <laughs> experience with it um that it is quite and even even so like i was there i was there this morning um I was in at, at nine o'clock this morning. I could hear you screaming in a spin class. Um, uh, yes. Whilst I was whilst I was finishing up and getting changed, and and once I heard you scream, I was like, "Well, that's why you don't go to Niles spin class." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, "I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that." But um, but the lights are off quite the way, I, so you know it's, you're 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 not seen. So that that's always a nice added element to it. Just so you know, like I mean. No, not, not with somebody full of anxiety. Someone in the dark screaming at you. Like, you're not selling this at all, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's it, you know, spinning plus screaming plus the music. Yeah, it's all, it's, it's, it's a hard sell, usually. I try to get people in, but it's a hard <laughs> yeah. sell. It yeah, is. yeah. But even, even walking in this morning, for, for me, it, it, it's still quite a daunting thing to do. Okay. Um, like, look, I'm in me, I'm in me forties now, right? Um, I, I'm not the fittest lad in the world. I would, I'd never claim to be. Um, you know, bit overweight. I've got some, some injuries, some scars, I guess, on, on the body that will, um, limit me from doing certain exercises and everything as well. Um, but, mm. you know, that I have to say today, walking into the gym this morning, even three weeks in with doing the exercises, knowing now what I'm doing is still quite a daunting thing. And it's not even, it's not even like I, I see people on, on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of stuff and they talk about gym anxiety. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't even think it's, it's gym anxiety. That's just my anxiety in, in general. Like I'm like that walking yeah. into Tesco. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's just an absolute ball of anxiety the whole time. Um, and then you've got, you know, in in my head, I'm like, right, well, you know, is somebody looking at me? Is you know, am I am I? You're self conscious. Then am I doing this right? You're doing certain exercises, or you're just on your own in the corner working away, and you're kind of, mm. oh, is that person looking at me? And then, I don't know if you like. <laughs> again, we were talking yesterday, um, and it was a, a piece of equipment I needed to get from a machine and bring it over yeah. to. You. The, the machine that, that, that I was using for the, the T-bar row, I think yeah. that was the one. Um, yeah. And there's a guy standing doing, he's, you know, he's doing squats and he's doing whatever else. But, and that piece of kit is on the floor in between <laughs> his two bars. Yeah. So whilst I'm doing my other workout, I'm looking over and I know I need to get up and go over and get that. But I'm not giving it 100% because I'm having this conversation, this mental battle in my head about how do I go over there and ask him for that? Am I going to interrupt him? Am I going to disrupt this? So it was kind of like I had to finish my set and then wait for a window till he finished one of his sets and then pounce on it so that I didn't interrupt him. But for me then, that's like I'm not giving myself 100% because I'm constantly having this mental battle with myself about what I need to do. So how do you... I don't even know if you can answer this question, but how do you get over that? How do you get beyond that? And or is it a case of you just have to keep showing up? You just have to keep going. Hmm. Um, that's a really good question. 
and it's a hard one usually to answer <laughs> because um, that kind of yeah, that's a good one. You know, curveball. Uh, no, but I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, firstly, I would say it's like it depends on the individual, right? Um, yeah, yeah, what is yeah. their intrinsic motivation? You know, um, and. I guess the thing is that's that's commonly what happens. People start, you know, if you think of people who start in January, New Year, New Me kind of thing, right? But they start with a, a real sense of motivation and determination, right? And then they're like, you know, if they're not really familiar um, or they're out of familiarity with it, you know, they start back again and then they start going. And it's like, how do you get past that threshold of, you know, this is just a, a chore in a way that I'm committing to doing, Mm-hmm. until what because there's this um, ambiguous kind of point in their head of when that should maybe change you know so i've often found that trying to get people to find things that they enjoy about their exercise or exercises is is key you know then it's like i look forward to this and then getting them to note the the after effects like yes everyone knows the effects of like oh i feel really sore but do you notice how you feel the dopamine? Do you do you notice how you feel like maybe a little bit more refreshed? Maybe you sleep better. You know, it, it differs per person. It differs based on which exercises yeah, yeah, you're doing. Yeah. But there's little. I always try to tell people, remind people, like small victories, small impacts, small effects, small changes. Those little things are how you notice a difference. And if you're acknowledging them, then it makes it a lot easier to turn it from a chore into something that becomes like a hobby because that's the, the changeover essentially um you know and or like some because again it depends like from for many people they like the challenge maybe it's a challenge that they need so they want a challenge so you give them something different to push themselves some people it's like something that's within their comfort zone you know but then you know they that is like enjoy they enjoy but you know some oftentimes you'll get trainers who are like well no there's that but we need to push you beyond that and it's like knowing when to push someone in that direction like slightly it's like you have a line and then it's like let me just the ideal is to push someone just a little bit over the line like just a little bit little by little step one step in front of the next without trying to take any big leaps um but also i'd like to say as well it's interesting because last week i don't know if you've noticed this maybe i'm wrong went from not feeling comfortable going to even ask the guy jumping between the machines hey Mm -hmm. can i you know jump in to this week, right, you were willing to go over to that guy, even though it took up a lot of your, your kind of mental uh, power, thinking about this, you still went over and you asked. So there's, it, yeah, do you feel like right. there's a difference there? Like that, that, that's, a, that's a jump as well. You know, you took a, but not a jump. It's actually, you took a step in that direction and you, you kind of breached through that gap or not the gap, but that wall essentially that you had last week. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And that's the thing, like, so, like, when we when we first had our, our consultation, um, I, get, I kind of said to you, for, for, for me, right, from a, from a physical perspective, I don't really have a goal, right? Hmm. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to work out, I'm going to do the exercises, um, and if I look the same in six months, cool, right? Because, it, like, I don't have a physical goal as such, right? Um, for hmm. me, it's, it's mental. Right? Can I can I build a mental resilience from pushing myself physically? Um, 
and I want an answer to that question, right? Does it does it actually help? Does it actually work? You know, mm. um, and you talk about you know what are people's uh, what what's driving somebody's decision to go to the gym in the, in the first place. Um, so for me, it's to try and push myself mentally that little bit more to to push past that anxiety, um, that that little bit more. I'd like to get to a point where, and you're right. I did go over and I, I kind of jumped in and grabbed the bar. And as soon as I went over, man's like, oh, yeah, work away, buddy. You know, there, <laughs> there was yeah, no yeah, issue. Yeah. I kind of built it up so much in my head. Um, am I going to interrupt him? Am I going to stop him? Am I going to, you know, all of this? Am I going to knock him off yeah. his, you know, or put him off or whatever? Um, so I really had to wait for that gap in between when he stood back from the machine for his 30-second rest or whatever it is. Like, there's yeah. your window. Go, you know? Yeah. Um, I'd like to get to a point where I don't have that argument with myself, where I look across and I see what I need to use. And I go, okay, cool. Give myself 100% both physically and mentally and then just get up and go. You know, I want to yeah. get to a point where I'm not having that argument in my head. Do you know what I mean? Where I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not focusing on that and I can just continue to, to work out. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah, obviously there was a step there this week for sure. Uh, yeah, but I'm, you know, as I said, for for me, I did go and ask him, and I jumped in. It was great, and he's like, "Yeah, work away." You know, I I took the bit of kit I needed, um, but in a month's time or two months' time, you know, will if that situation arises again, am I going to give it as much headspace as I did, you know, the other day? Um, I don't yeah, that would be interesting. That would be interesting to see. That would be interesting. Yeah, I think, and I think you would. I think it's like. I guess, obviously, with anxiety, I'm not in your shoes, right? You know, if it's wor- you mentioned earlier about worrying about people looking at you, people watching you, or it's kind of it sounds like people kind of people centric the exchange. Like, you know, it's like, well, this am I inconveniencing this person, or are they look, or on the other hand, it's like, are they looking at me in some way? You know, and it's obviously bridging past that, getting past that point of. You know, you're not, if you were to come in between them lifting something really heavy or what, or even just lifting, like, excuse me, like, just come across and like, can I just take that real quick? You know, then yeah, that yeah. might be, yeah, you might be. So there's obviously kind of a, like a spectrum, like, you know, there's one end, you know, where it's like, okay, that's just not like, let me just take the weight off of your back. I need it, you know, so, um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, getting, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm just going to take the bar. Thanks. And walk away with it. And as they're left there, dumbfounded, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like finding that time where you're like, okay, you'll, you're always going to have that kind of uh, mental talk, self-mental talk where you're like, okay, are they finished their set? And that's, I think, where it sounds like you want to get to. It's like, okay, they're finished. I'm going to go over now and not feel like you're inconveniencing, you know, because you're never, you're, I mean, I guess my advice to somebody would be, and to you in that regard would be, you know, remember that you're here for you, right? This is, you know, you're here because of your goals, your, your motivation, you know, and it's kind of like being, it's like advising someone to be a little bit selfish, but not in a really negative way. Like there's a healthy level, like, you know, you got to look after yourself, you know, and in that situation, it's like, maybe I don't have all the time to wait. Um, I need that and I need to do this for me. So I'm just going to, out of respect though, that's the kind of difference. If you were just selfish, you go over and just take it in the midst of whatever they're doing. You're just, I'm going to wait. Now I'm going to get it. Thanks very much. I'm just going to take this real quick. You're not using it. Oh, no. Okay, cool. Thanks very much. Yeah. And then 
not even worried, even the afterthought, you know, like, okay, oh, did I just inconvenience them? No, because, I mean, if someone's to react in a way that you inconvenience them, most likely that's probably an, a kind of unreasonable reaction. Like you said, yeah, yeah, you yeah, you sure. interacted with this guy. He was it was very reasonable. That's the majority. Ninety nine point nine percent of interactions would and should be like that in a gym, like anywhere else. You know, there's no reason for someone to be like, "How dare you in my space?" It's like, okay, calm down. That's unreasonable now. You know, I didn't do you. I didn't attack you. You know, I haven't. You know. Uh, stolen your life or anything like that or taking money from you you know it's like it's 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 completely reasonable things i'm just asking if i can use that are you using it or not what is this like play school you know like it's my toy because yeah, i yeah, see yeah, someone yeah. else using it when i'm not using it you know <laughs> no so like i mean that's that it, and it's, it's like i mean that anxiety i i can't know what it's like being in your shoes and how that feels for you i mean i guess the only thing i can say is like kind of a maybe a mental repetition I'm not inconveniencing anyone when it comes to needing to convenience myself. I have to take care of myself. I have to do what's best for me. And then maybe repeating that over and over again, you know, starts to become a reality that, that overtakes maybe the, that kind of, um, that thought process that's kind of just circling in your head. Like, Oh, am I doing this? Is that what's going to happen next? Instead of it being maybe anxiety based, it'd be more like confidence based. And I guess that would be my advice to somebody And that's the thing. It's it's as you say, repetition. It's it's kind of doing it over and over and over again, or you know, if you have to, or whatever. And I don't know. I guess looking in a month's time or two months' time, you know, I might just become more comfortable with it. You know what I mean? I do. I kind of go into. I know again from a personal perspective. I don't know if anyone else has has these experiences or not, but I kind of find that once I go into the change room and get changed and come out, I just kind of go into it a zone, if that makes sense. Uh, it's yeah. like the blinkers go on. I I try not to make eye contact with anyone. Um, I know what I need to do. You know, but walking in onto the floor is 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 quite daunting, even even in itself. Um, and even coming through those doors, down the steps, and onto the, the main the main gym floor, like I've scanned that room three or four times before I've even gotten to where I need to be, so I can see who's there. I can see. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Just to try and get a feel, I guess, of what's happening in 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 the yeah. room. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I guess a lot of people, anxiety will do that too. Like as soon as you walk into a new place, you've you've scanned everything about that. You kind of know straight off the bat how many people are there, where the serious heads are. Where <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah and then no, just trying to find your corner. You know, just trying to find, find your, your corner, space, basically. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to go and do what what you need to do, and then like that, it's just you know, the headphones help, obviously for sure. Um, oh, I was going to say it's a big help. With, yeah, 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 yeah. They really are. Um, although I hadn't got mine, I didn't realize mine were in charge this morning when I talked about my bag. Oh, no. Um, I very nearly didn't. <laughs> I very nearly got changed and walked out. But I thought, no, push it, Matt. Push yourself. Go and go and get it done even without them. Um, Fair play, so was, by the way. Again, not a lot a of people. Bit tough because. Sorry, sorry, you were saying no. Sorry, I think it just split off there a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just I guess for, for, again from a mental perspective, right? For me, it it's all about you know pushing past what I would normally allow my when I when I would normally allow my anxiety to take over. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, and 
like I said, even this morning with the headphones, that would be a, a big one, you know. Um, I couldn't get into my own zone or head with my music this morning. So I'm like, do I, do I go or do I just leave it or... Uh, you're here now just go mm. you know and it's it's almost like that um that five four three two one method the countdown the nasa technique mm. call it so you, you count back count backwards from five um so once you yeah. get to zero you have to go you know so i'm kind of in the change room just wanted like right your headphones aren't working yeah what do you do and i'm frantically trying to get them to work they're not charged five four three two go and just kind of go and get go. it done but there's still a lot, obviously, to, to, to overcome, you know. There's there's a lot of nerves. There's a lot of anxiety, obviously, uh, in there. But um, is it helping overall? I don't know yet. <laughs> that remains, <laughs> that remains to be seen. It's still very soon, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's soon, it, you yeah, know, you just started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still only, still only three weeks in. So let's get to that big question, right? And that question, why I why I started this in, in the first place. And, and, you know, from your role as, you know, a, a, a kickboxing instructor for years, martial arts instructor for years, as, you know, having a degree in psychology and now doing, you know, the fitness work and being the head coach in the gym and stuff. Does physical fitness really help with mental health? Or is it a, like I would say, like a horses for courses scenario? I would say a unanimous yes, because of, and again, I can only, uh, yes, 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 many yeses. <laughs> I, I mean, I can only go, okay, I know that I've seen, worked with people before, um, whether it was teaching martial arts through self-defense or it's like coaching as an overarching, arcing umbrella um yeah uh and fitness um i've seen people feel report back to me that they feel much better their feedback is they feel better about themselves they feel more confident um i've worked with people who have social anxieties um and they specifically like kind of similar to what you've talked about where it's like coming into a gym not wanting to be seen and trying to find a way to give that person a space where they feel like they can it facilitates their workout, but they, I just basically said, just stare at the wall, face this direction in this little alcove. As you've probably seen, it's like as you're coming down the steps, you turn left, and there's this little kind of hidden, not hidden, but it's kind of like yeah, this yeah, little yeah, yeah, cave yeah. part. If you're facing the wall, you're looking yeah, at the yeah. wall, and it's like it's just trying to change the focus of your environment. And that person reported back to me feeling a lot more confident, and then coming back into the gym, they were they were looking around the place. It was fine completely comfortable but most most of all i think is my own experience um i've dealt with my own set of anxieties uh depression the depression being the biggest one i think i've faced in my life um still do as you probably know as anyone would know it's, it's an ongoing battle um mm -hmm. and oftentimes when i've felt really down really um feel a sense of like you know kind of whether it's uh, sadness, um, frustration, anger, um, I oftentimes my go-to thing is fitness because it does help me feel better. It's always it's been a it's been the longest I would call it my longest-serving um, treatment in a way. Like I've tried I'm you know doing different I've done therapy and done things, but it's like my 
this treatment is something that I can always rely on in the absence of, you know, counseling or something, you know, because costly in this country, let's be honest. Um, so it's not the, the cheapest of services, but you know, obviously it's an important one, but it still doesn't make it cheaper. Um, but at the same time, um, fitness has always helped. It just either if it's something that's ruminating in my mind, if it's some really negative self-talk about myself. Um, I mean, I have a lot of imposter syndrome, so I don't know how I've gotten to where I have now. Um, sometimes it feels like I've just dragged myself through and been like a zombie. And then some days I feel like I know who I am. I know what I'm about. And I, I, I feel like yeah, I've worked yeah. hard to get here. And, um, but the days when I'm not feeling great about myself, being able to just come in and work out, you know, headphones on, come up the stairs, find my space and then just focus. I can just get into a better mindset and then I can start kind of maybe trying to change the pattern of how I'm talking to myself or how I'm feeling about myself or about a situation. So it's, I would say, yes, um, it definitely helps. It's how you use it. Like any tool, I think it's just how you use it. You know, if you just go into it, kind of throw yourself into it, expecting that it'll do something for you, you kind of have to work with it. You have to find it, yeah. use it as a tool. Cause, but for you and like, you have to, there has to be this in kind of, symbiosis with it if that makes sense um yeah yeah yeah. i mean yeah it's it it is a great tool you know and you can find you can do weight training and maybe that doesn't do it for you um for me martial arts helped massively at a point in my life when i had really bad depression you know it showed manifested itself in a lot of rage and you know things in my life that i had never really dealt with and I often at times I remember, even if I think of now weight training, I'm not going to go, you know, real hard, heavy and like, yeah. And like, and then maybe injure myself. Cause there's always a concern of that. The risk, um, my sensei had always taught me whenever I come in really angry, um, there's a way to control that you're not just rage, but emotions and funnel it, use it into what you need it to be. You kind of like, like right. he said, it was like, he's like sharpening your knife as such um you know so it's like how you really kind of hone that that energy into something that's productive rather than destructive um and i've always carried that yeah, in different yeah, things yeah. various different training styles um but uh yeah yeah i guess uh it's it's always helped so i can only say that it would help others as well right so it is an absolute outstanding Thumbs up, two thumbs up from you that, that yes, physical fitness helps with mental health. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, mm. it's something it's helped myself and helped other people I've worked with. So I, I would say a definite yes. But obviously, it's not just blindly throwing yourself at it. You have to, you know, it's kind of changing your, a little bit of your perspective of how, how to approach it, I guess, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you have to, again, I think it's the finding it, how to use it as a tool to help what you need. So whether you do running, strength training, resistance training, yoga, Pilates, martial arts, whatever it is, team sports, individual sports, you know, but nonetheless, you find what is suited to you, what you enjoy the most, and then you're able to use that as a tool to help yourself. Awesome. And what advice would you give to Say somebody in my position, right, who's getting on, <laughs> getting on in years, 
uh, or even anyone, I guess, of any age, it would, would make a difference, I suppose. But what advice would you give to somebody who is in my position where, you know, the anxiety gets so bad, you go into depressive episodes and spirals? Um, how, I know for me, it was different mm. because I, I had this idea in my head of can it work? So I was motivated, I guess, in that way um, to go to the gym and really throw myself into this project, I guess. Um, yeah. So I had a different motivation, but you know, I'm 40. I could have done this, should have done this 20 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so, what advice can you give to anyone who's in that mindset? Where, how do you start? Like, how do you first get yourself off the sofa and 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 walk into a gym and not let that fear and panic take over, um, so that you can get to a place where you actually just start. Hmm. Oh wow, that's a tricky question because I guess um, good with the questions. I must admit. Uh, so, hmm. <laughs> trying to think of this. Like, so I mean, like, what would be what would be the? I guess it kind of goes back to like stopping them initially. Here, like I, I guess it's like a little thing, and not like I said like yesterday about how the that I go back. It's like, and it all starts from the dawn of time. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it humans have always been. I guess this is my belief. Humans have always. Hmm. Hmm. With the questions, uh, but I love it though because it's it. These questions make me really think about it. Um. Uh, I would say that the number one thing is being in like comfortable in their comfort zone. Yeah. And that comfort zone doesn't always mean that it's healthy. Um. You know, it's you could because your comfort zone could be, no, I'm 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 good being where I am, and I'm no good at anything, so I'm not going to try. I've myself been that way, um, and I thought, no, this is how it is, so you know, I might as well. I I don't want to jump into anything, take a leap of faith, no way. Um, I like the the kind of resistance to change. You know, I think for humans. Throughout the world, I think change can be very, generally a very scary thing. You're changing yeah, from yeah, sure. routines that you are used to, you're comfortable with, something new, something the unknown, as we've talked about, is like the unknown. You know, um, how do you find kind of that sense of adventure in yourself to explore the unknown? You know, it comes from. Uh, I feel like maybe it is like. You can say to somebody, yeah, you got to have to believe in yourself and all this and stuff. But like, yeah, really, yeah, like yeah. you said, I think that's a good way to put in that technique. Five, four, three, two, one. You just got to jump. You have to take the risk. You know what I mean? You got to kind of jump out there. Now, of course, we're not saying literally like run in and be like in this particular subject, like, oh, run into a, you know, Olympic lifting and just go to the Olympics and be like, take over a bar and just try to lift it. No, that's, that would be crazy. <laughs> Uh, you know, it'd be too much or like just jump into a triathlon with no training. That would be crazy. Um, I think, 
you know, you leap, but you take a small leap. Like I talked to a guy recently, actually, funnily enough, he, we were talking about this. He said he's, he's had a lot of um, difficulty, uh, you know, in his life and getting back into the gym and not really familiar. Um, like he'd done some stuff before, but it's more cardio based. And he was like, right. I, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I'm like, I have, he's, he said his first day, I don't know if I really want to join. He was unsure. And I convinced him, I said, what do you like to do? And he said, I like to run. I used to do it. That's what I did before. And I said, okay, then just do that. Just do that. Just come in. Just do that. Focus on that for the next month. How about that? And, and I said, but actually forget even the month. Just focus from one day to the next. From the day you do it, then the day the next you plan to do it. And I always tell people, don't ever feel shame or like have this unrealistic expectation. Like, I'm going to go four times a week. Like, you know what? Just take it as it comes. And I tell people, like, if you, like, I'm not going to, okay, I'm not going to do it this week. That's okay. It's okay. If you don't feel it, don't do it. But at the same time, having some some kind of process in your mind where you're like, but I will get there. I'll go back next week. Maybe I'll take a break this week. Maybe I just want to do it today. Whatever it is, that's okay. That's yeah, okay yeah. to take that time, you know, you especially if you're getting used like, to something that you're, that, yeah, like you're, you, it's new, you know, you're trying to find a way to make it consistent. So trying to force yourself, we see there's a threshold point, trying to force yourself to do it, it's not going to help you. You're not going to do it. Like humans are inherently stubborn. You know, they really are. They just, they're not going to be, they're going to be, okay, you know, they're, they're you know, you're going to be, you're not going to force yourself. So it's like, be kind to yourself. Be willing to be flexible. You know, look at the, look, look at the marathon, not the sprint. It's not a sprint. You're on the marathon of life. You know, the, it's, that's how, that's how you should apply it. Like, you know, I'll get there. You know, people say, oh, COVID. This guy said, oh, with COVID, you know, I got, you know, I gained a bit of weight and all this stuff. And I said, Everybody was out of action for COVID. And I always throw myself into it. So was I. So was I. I gained weight over COVID. It, it, it was COVID. And there was nothing <laughs> we could, anyone could do about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. It was me on my own dealing with the whole COVID thing. Like, no, you know. So the whole world. We're all in the same boat. So, you know, I'm like, just be kind to yourself. Take it every day as it comes. And he's been back. I think this is last week he's been back. Like, uh, I think six times now. Every time I see him, I make sure uh -huh. to be like, one step at a time, right? And he's like, yep, absolutely. And I can see he's feeling more confident. When I met him, he's kind yeah, of, yeah. it's like almost like a physical show of like feeling down about oneself. And then now his head is a little bit higher. And like those small things, he's noticing the small little differences. He feels comfortable. He feels a little more familiar with his environment. And he doesn't go upstairs. He says he's too daunting. And that's, and I said, that's okay. Take it as it comes. When you're ready, come to one of the coaches. We'll show you. We'll design a very individualized program uh, that suits you and will help you get familiar. We'll take it yeah. as and it comes, basically. And that. Yeah, yeah. And it is, like I have to say, and it's not just, it. you know, it, it's not just a fuse gym. I think it's, it's any gym, you know, like you, you, mm -hmm. walking out onto that floor where you know the main weights are and and the free weights and all that and the machines and stuff um it is quite a daunting experience when you're when you're doing it for the first few times um and like you say especially when you've got one of the guys who's you know arnie looking dude 
you know, squatting literally yeah. kilos or, or, or whatever it is, you know, um, and, and there's me struggling with, with the, the 25 kilo on the bar on its own, without any weight on it. You know, it is, it is intimidating. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I'm finding, you know, look, as I said, look, I'm only three weeks into now coming up to the end of the third week. Um, and I'm, I'm starting to enjoy it. I have to say, um oh great from an from an anxiety perspective look it's very early days do you know what i mean from my mental and now I, i've also yeah. not had i've not had any external pressures over the last few weeks that would kind of make mm-hmm. me go into one of those spirals um okay so it'll be interesting to see what happens oh as i said over over the next couple yeah. of months and 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 document it and stuff but it's look i'm i'm enjoying the ride so far anyway for sure um and a lot of that, and i think the other side a lot of that is down to you as well though buddy because you know from the from the second i reached out you know and we were having those chats online and chats on instagram and stuff um to then going to meet you the first time in the gym doing the the initial consultation and all of that kind of stuff and then designing the program or whatever it, it's always been very chilled relaxed take your time at, as you say it's not a it's not a sprint it's a marathon it's look at the end goal not you know um and and just you know even the other guys in the gym the other coaches and stuff in the gym it is a very welcoming place to, to walk into do you know what i mean um yeah, which is really nice. It is really nice because it is terrifying <laughs> to to walk yeah. through those yeah. doors. It really is. Um, so from that, I I need to say thank you to you and the guys at Fuse and the other coaches and stuff down there because you do make it easier. Absolutely. Uh, well, we're grateful that we that people that we can make people feel that way. You know, that's that's the that's a a, a nice reward for us. You know, I think as the, the coaches in the industry, that is a reward. That's what we're here for. That's what we try to do. I mean, I can't speak for every single coach. And, of course, like any kind of job, there are um, I positive and negative personality types where they're not actually that supportive or encouraging. Um, and that's a pity because they're losing out on the potential reward that they could really feel of, like, actually helping somebody and seeing them yeah, yeah, feel sure, yeah, like yeah. going up those the steps and, like, progressing in life, you know. So, but, uh, you know, it's, I'm glad that that's what we have been able to do. Um, and you know, the coaches here are types of people who, you know, with personalities to help people do that, to get people there, you know, and, um, you know, I was actually interesting that you said that about the walking in and being daunting. And I remembered something from earlier. You mentioned about walking in, scanning the room and like getting in the zone, right? I guarantee you that the majority of people in the gyms that you might scan and see, do the exact same thing. They yeah, come in, yeah, yeah. they get in the zone, they scan the room, even the big guy, Arnie style guy, <laughs> scans the room, sees what's going on, assesses the environment, finds their space, stays in the zone, isn't looking around because everyone feels that. I think everyone does, no matter how confident they are. They they still feel like there could be judgment somewhere. But yeah, yeah. I think the common denominator is that everyone is in the zone. So if you acknowledge it and no one anyone who's looking at you by the way and i think I've, I've told you this what are they doing they're wasting time why aren't they work focus on yourself mate like you know what are you doing looking at me like you know 
did I, got, did I have some sauce, some mustard or something on me? Like, they, they, I, like it speaks to like something that maybe they're looking because there's an interest, not because they're judgmental. And like I said to you before, judgment is the, like the lowest form of intelligence because it's lazy thinking. It's like I can easily judge someone. Cause it's easy to yeah, do yeah, 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 harder yeah. to be curious. And that's the kind of key thing. Be curious. Like, and most people are curious. They're like, what are you doing over there? Oh, wow. That's so cool. Or they're looking. And also think about the weights. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I'll say it to my very last breath. It really is such a good thing. I was once taught and I try to assimilate that in my life. I'm like, yes, that's true. You know, some Zen thing someone gave me, you know, and you pass it on as a sense of community. Comparison is the thief of joy. You know, I'm not, like no one should be trying to like compete with each other, you know, like in that way, you know, you're coming in yeah, to work out yeah. for yourself. You're not working out for somebody else. You know, I think it's an important thing to kind of reiterate for people. You're working out for you, not anybody else. Like that's the goal Like should be intrinsic, not technically, not literally extrinsic from you. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not helpful. It's not consistent. It's, it's hard to maintain something like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you're on your own path. Looking at somebody else isn't going to do you any good, you know. Absolutely, and I think that's the that's the biggest thing to overcome. Um, mm. from from a, from a gym anxiety perspective, is is that is trying to realize that right. They may not be looking at you, or it could be that you just caught their eye at the wrong time. They're they're not staring at you all the time, or um, mm. yeah, it it. It's a tough one. It, it it really is, and 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 I think going into this project with a, a different mindset about it has has definitely helped in some way. Um, I'm a lot more. Mm. I guess I'm I'm looking at a at a completely different at, at a completely different angle now as well at the same time. But there's still a lot of, as I said, look, there's, there's still always going to be a lot of anxiety going in there, um, and and that's. I, I didn't realize that was going to be the case either. That was a bit of a surprise to me to a certain degree. Um, mm. I knew it would be a little bit self-conscious, right? And, and as I said, like you hear other people talking about gym anxiety. Um, I just kind of thought, mm. well, I'm anxious anyway, but I'm just going to go and do it. But now I'm starting yeah. to actually see what people mean by gym anxiety because now I have it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Now I'm, yeah, I'm, now yeah, I'm yeah. feeling yeah. it. But at the same time, I'm very aware of it, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, and I'm trying to push myself that little bit further each time I go in, or or, or whatever the case is, or um, like even during that, I wasn't 100 percent sure on one of the workouts. Normally, I'd ignore it. Um, I don't think you were you were in, um, and I, I just turned to one of the other coaches and I was like, "Listen, do you mind if I ask you a question?" Um, now usually I I'd never do that. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be something, but I, I yeah. spotted one of the coaches was free. And I just said, listen, do you mind if I if I ask you a question? I'm not a hundred percent sure what what that is. Um and, and that saying is true, you know, they were there to help, absolutely, and there was no issues. It was like, Yeah, for sure, I took their phone out, you showing me different. So this is what you want to do, this is it here, blah blah blah, different videos on it and all that kind of stuff. And then that kind of set me up then for the rest of the workout, which was great. You know, it really was. So like I said, I, I can't thank you and Fuse and the other coaches enough for, for helping me on this journey. Um for agreeing to do this podcast hopefully we'll do another couple as we progress through the next few months and we'll, we'll try and see the change happening um but before Absolutely. we sign off niall any 
words of wisdom to anyone out there who who may be still on the fence about getting up and getting exercise, going to the gym, that kind of stuff. Any any final thoughts or words of wisdom? Ah, uh, yes. Pull from the many cliche things that I I usually <laughs> will say. You know, um, um, I guess um, one piece of advice is uh, uh, growth is something that we value, and true growth only comes from real struggle, and that can be in a general sense of life, but also in a fitness sense. Uh, you got to struggle a little bit and you know that like you work yeah, hard, yeah, yeah. Uh, you struggle and you grow, your muscles grow, your, your breathing grows, your, your, your heart's ability to beat blood around the body or to, to beat and pump b- blood around the body, not beat around the body, but um, d- it increases, you know, your ability to, to lift things, everything grows, but you, it comes from struggle. And that feeling of growth usually, uh, um, like results in like feelings of happiness and uh, confidence. And I think everybody wants to feel uh, some of that in life. You you deserve to feel, I guess the the thing is you deserve to feel happy Mm -hmm. and you deserve to feel uh, you can reach the potential that is within every single person. Everyone has potential. When you don't think it, it's there. So, find that adventurous self within and seek out that potential within yourself so you can feel that happiness and feel that capabilities that you never thought you could do. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. Uh, Niall McAllister, it's been a pleasure working with you thus far. Um, And thanks a million again for for jumping on and, and having a chat with me. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you for the time, Matt. Thank you so much for having me. Cheers, dude.